Live from Cool Boys Central. You're the boss down there. I'm boss up here. From bat tips to bat nips, <laughs> we are just cool boys revisiting Batman, the animated series, and wearing hats. <laughs> this is Batman and Beyond, a cool boys podcast. I see Batman and Beyond. Yay, so much fun. You're having fun. Greetings, cool boy Bat Nation, and welcome to another fun installment of Batman and Beyond, a cool boys podcast. So I'm cool. Boss Bitch Ballard. <laughs> boss Bitch. <laughs> yep. Well, I'm Natwing Steve. Oh, he's back. I'm back. You took a vacation last week, but uh, uh, I didn't take back. a vacation. Some fucking asshole took my moniker. <laughs> I know. I'm pretty sure you were on vacation. <laughs> uh, no. But we had a different Steve show up, and he was just as great, if not better, than you. Oh, my um, God. That I, Steve is really on top of his game and comes prepared. I Nightwing was, Steve is kind of a piece of shit, <laughs> and he's just a dickhead to me. I have been a kind of a dick to you every time I've taken the moniker. I like it. I'm going to keep being a dick to you. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I love it. I love the I like it. I'm, I'm clipping that. I'm saving that. I like it. That was perfect, dude. That was a nice I like it drop. Mm. Tonight's episode is Never Fear, directed by Kenji Hachizaki. Good good read. Is he a new one? I haven't... Uh... Yeah. Yeah, he's he is, Steve. He's brand new. I've never had issues saying that name before. <laughs> and uh, this episode was written by Stan Berkowitz. This episode came out on November 1st, 1997. And this week's villain is the one, the only, the Scarecrow. Mm-hmm. And he's scary looking in this revamp. They fucked him up. Up, <laughs> like he is fucking amazing. I love the revamp of Scarecrow. He's scary. Looking. This is my favorite revamp. This is by far my favorite revamp of all the revamps. That's funny um, that uh, they did such a nice job with him, and then they just decided to not use him again. Yeah, and then seriously, never to be used again. Like this is his last episode, like real last episode. Like this is the last time he's truly a character in an episode. They will barely use the design one more time and then that's it and, then, and there's no more scarecrow and that's it yeah it's odd so, it's very weird um wikipedia says the scarecrow develops a new toxin that rather than inducing fear eliminates it making average people incredibly reckless and dangerous including batman Batgirl and Nightwing are absent this episode. It's a Robin episode, considering we just lost him last week during You Scratch My Back. Lost him? We lost Robin. Yeah, he wasn't in it. Oh, you made it sound like he died. And we lost Robin. He died (laughs) by Catwoman's hands in You Scratch My Back. I wonder why they, like, didn't want to have them all really be together or sharing the screen. Keep them fresh. Seems very personal. You know, like a obvious choice. I don't know. It'd be fun to see them all work together. I guess that's like that's more like a Justice League thing, but like just the teamwork. Yeah, it absolutely would be better to have them um, all together in one kind of group hug, 
Um, but yeah, it is odd that they don't do it. It's very minimal um, how many times they do it. Uh, we had it in Sins of the Father. That's an episode we just watched. And it's um, not a real uh, kind of episode that has all four of them. It's really because no, it's, it's all four of them because of Dick. Dick just shows up at the very end. And mm-hmm. and that's that's the extent of it. It's it's nothing more than that. Um, he just kind of does a cameo to tie everyone in into the episode to be like, hey, look, see, we're bringing Robin into the fold. Here I am, the old Robin. And he's approving, right? As opposed to you know everything else. But um, the other episode, Steve, that actually has all four team members together is actually the episode chemistry. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do in that one. Because the last one was, like, not really all four of them together. Yeah, Sins of the Father. Yeah, and Chemistry's at the end of the season, too. It's uh, episode 22 of 24. Uh, okay. So it, we've we've got a ways to go before all four are together, you know, for once. Time flies, my friend. Time flies. It does when you're having fun. But let's have some fun with this episode. Oh, yeah. Never fear. So just a real quick thing about – Scarecrow's revamp, and then we'll just move on to the episode. I just wanted to say this, actually. One last little note. Mm-hmm. So, um, Batman and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number five, um, that's where Crane, Dr. Crane, uh, saw Krang and wanted to be scarier. And that is kind of uh, what kind of motivated the character narratively. I'm not entirely sure, though, what motivated the producers to make him so vile and uh, horrific and and really truly so scary um but it it is a fantastic design and he is uh now voiced only this one time by jeffrey combs he was originally voiced by henry pollock the second who did all the other scarecrow so that's the voice in the scarecrow we all know this scarecrow is literally jeffrey combs once and then next time he'll be voiced by jeff glenn bennett and he's uncredited in the episode over the edge it's episode 12 of this season and the only thing he really does in that episode, he goes, ah. So that's what Jeff Glenn Bennett provides. So this is it. Jeffrey Combs is the last person to voice Scarecrow. It's uh, it's weird. It's interesting. This was this was kind of like a fun episode, just in the fact that um, how everybody's reaction to not having fear uh, yeah. is, you know. So this guy starts off just like, so like because he doesn't fear. He's also a fucking moron. Like I don't, I don't understand. Right. Like you know, like what exactly is happening? Because it's like I don't care. I'm just gonna cause traffic accidents and almost kill people and swing from the buildings. That just because I'm acrophobic, fear of heights. Because I have right? a fear I, of heights. Acrophobic. Yeah, you know, like I'm gonna become a complete moron and do the most ridiculous shit that will Batman kill me. I'm off the building, and you know, like I. Yeah, that's the part where I I I just don't understand. Like, and, and Batman's reaction to it was much more plausible because he's just being more like he's like not afraid to kill. He's not afraid to crash, right. and he's not afraid to like cut it really close and cut off an airplane. But like. Mm-hmm that first guy was just like what the fuck like maybe the, the, that mobster looking guy that's uh, that he hired is probably also thinking the same thing he was like I wasn't thinking the guy was gonna react like that like right. I just thought he was gonna jump off a building or something you know so there's some science actually behind this oh tell Steve. me I'm interested so um, there's a real parasite that exists in the world it actually lives in cat's stomachs it's called toxoplasmosis and it's this fucking weird parasite that 
when it's pissed out of a cat, mm. the whole purpose of it is to essentially attract rats to it. Rats tend to avoid cat piss uh-huh. because instinctually it's, you know, built into them that they will not go near cat piss because that's a cat and a cat will kill them. It's also built into them that there's in this cat piss toxoplasmosis. Well, if a rat does get toxoplasmosis in it, it actually gets fucking horny for cat piss. Ooh. And it wants cat piss and it wants to roll itself and eat the cat piss. It it wants it because the parasite is already affecting the rat. What is the parasite doing specifically? The parasite is removing your fear essentially. Your your what would normally fuck with you and and and, and make you not want to do the things you do. It makes you go for it. So for rats, they instinctually do not want to be around cat piss. You take laboratory rats that have been, you know, generations upon generations have never seen a cat, and you put cat piss in a cage with it, and immediately that fucking rat is out of there. It doesn't want anything to do with that cat piss. But a toxoplasmosis, in, you know, uh, parasite in that rat, and it's going and for the cat piss. And how does it get the, the parasite to begin with? Well, if it gets near cat feces or cat piss, it can happen. It can it can still happen. It's not like they're perfect at getting keeping away from it. So what ends up happening is toxoplasmosis, this parasite, gets in things, and the whole purpose of it is to make you not fear the things you do fear so that you can get eaten by the cat. Well, unfortunately, oh, humans oh, is that the goal? get in contact sorry, with – Can I interrupt again? I'm sorry. Sure. Uh, so the goal of the parasite is to eventually get eaten by right. the cat? And then die and make more eggs or something? Yes, because the parasite can only breed in cat stomachs. So it can survive in other hosts, but the purpose is to get back to the cat so it can actually breed in the stomach of a cat. It's the only place on earth that this parasite can breed in a cat. So what they tell a lot of pregnant women and people with newborn babies is not have cats or keep people away from the cat feces because the toxoplasmosis is in it. They say somewhere around 50% of the world has toxoplasmosis already in them, people. And what it does for a human, it does more what actually Bruce Wayne does, Steve. You're actually right. What the guy does hanging and swinging and all that shit, that's more what a rat would kind of do. But a human being, why pregnant when women? we get, to- well, why pregnant women? Because they're susceptible to giving it to the child, and you don't want to have it. You don't want to have a you child. You don't want this because it- have no fear. No, because it can kill you. Uh, okay. It can kill humans too. It's not good for humans. It can actually kill you. It's very toxic. What does it eat? Toxoplasmosis. What is it to people? What part of the body is it eating? Your it goes into your brain. Uh, okay. Um. So, but with. If you survive it, and 50% of the world has survived it and has it within them because of being your cat feces as children or whatever or as adults, those people tend to lose a little bit of their fear. Now, how do humans lose their fear? It's very similar to how Bruce Wayne loses his fear. That's actually pretty accurate. It's just you go faster. So one of the things that they're tending to find in correlation to – it's very hard study to do. They're trying to do it in Stanford and stuff like that right now – is they're tying – lots of motorcyclists have toxoplasmosis. So – that's why they tend to do things like gun it. It just slightly makes you want to go faster. That's about it. Well, on this, it's Bruce's reaction is a little bit more than just wanting to go faster. He's he's not afraid to kill anymore. Well, that's yeah, that's a little weird. And I guess it depends on like who you are. So if Bruce's fear is to never kill, mm-hmm. well then he just I guess it's the reverse, right? So I mean, they're taking it. I don't think they're talking about toxoplasmosis in this episode. Mm-hmm. I don't think Scarecrow is is using toxoplasmosis to make his anti-fear. It's just literally a real thing that exists. The Mayo Clinic has a whole like article about it and whatnot. There's Stanford's doing all these research on it. But um, yeah, so it, there is it is grounded uh, in some reality, I guess, this episode. But the Bruce's response a little bit is a little bit more 
accurate on the level to yeah yeah i guess my comment was just more like how stupid that guy was oh for sure and, no because uh, that is stupid because it's like because like it you doesn't make do sense. that it, uh, you don't lose your intelligence you know. I think he was drunk too. Was he? Did they like drug no, him with like they some did. other, uh, maybe you know some other thing? And then they he's got him. LSD. He's all LSD'd uh-huh. up and whatnot. Maybe that's what it has to be, right? Because even Seymour Gray sexually assaults the woman in the office. That, like, who's the secretary? That was hardcore. That was fucking hardcore, and he didn't even give a shit. He's like, "Look me up, baby," or some uh-huh. shit. It's very weird. Also, who the fuck is this guru guy that's working with Scarecrow? He, he's he's just called Guru. Like, uh, a mobstery, like t- just like taking advantage of people. I like how they 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 don't hold back, you know. In terms of, uh, he's a charlatan, you know. Yeah, but he's got amazing hair, though. Um, I like how when Bruce gets uh, caught by the Scarecrow and he gets like with his pencil thin yeah, mustache. That's a bad <laughs> costume. But then, like you know. Th- I like that little like it was a, like a comedic scene where basically it's a horrible he, disguise. He uh, he gets thrown to the you know alligators or whatever, and he cut and right. And then Dick is just like, uh, I'm not Dick. Uh, Tim is just uh, playing on the couch, going, "I wonder what what's happening to Bruce." And Bruce just walks it all pissed off, soaking wet. So right, you know, I thought that was I thought that was a little funny about the alligators actually. So um, there's two alligators in the alligator pit. Bruce goes into the alligator pit. And kills, I guess, both of them. We only see one body come to the surface. The other one, I guess he, like, pulverized underneath the surface. But this actually proves my point from episode uh, six from the very first season of Batman the Animated Series, The Underdwellers. I said, Batman killed those crocodiles or those alligators in the sewers. And you and Felk were both like, no, he didn't. I don't even remember. No, he didn't. But here, he's killing fucking alligators. So he obviously has a penchant for killing alligators. He loves killing alligators. I just kind of feel like they were unconscious. There's blood, Steve, pouring into the water. Enough blood. There's like pints of blood. Gallons of red (laughs) alligator blood pouring into the water. Oh, yeah. That's a good amount of blood. You're supposed to think that's Bruce's blood. Right. Exactly. Scarecrow thinks it is Bruce's blood, but nope. Bruce just pulverized one alligator under the water that, and his body's so destroyed it can't float to the surface and then the other body floats to the surface. Mm. So uh, he killed those alligators in episode 106 of the Underdwellers. He did it. Well, he no, that was with him. Uh, whatever, I, I, I don't really remember, but that was him without restraint. And those other ones, that was him with restraint. He gets a murder boner from killing alligators. Uh, I think. Whatever. Dude, next time we see him walking around as Bruce Wayne, <laughs> check his shoes. See if he's wearing gaiters. <laughs> Uh-huh. Robin, I love when he sees uh, Batman and he realizes that, you know, Bruce has been dosed and whatnot. He's like, you know, oh, my God, Bruce, can you even handle being dosed this much? And, you know, Batman's like, yes, but I can handle it. You know, <laughs> like, it's, like, it's like, like, I don't know if you can because you're, like, gunning it at, like, fucking buildings, as you mentioned earlier, Steve, right? And then, like, air, air, like aircraft in the sky, he's buzzing it, and it's just... No, this definitely shows, like, Tim being able to hold his own and, like, question yes. Batman and also, like, mm-hmm. say, hey, you're, you're you're messed up, and, you know, I, I thought that those are all good things uh, to show as a character. Totally, Steve. Tim is totally destroying this episode. I didn't think of that when I was watching the episode, how much of a... Tim episode this really is improving himself because it's the whole third act is really Tim proving himself because the second act he's seen Batman going way too far mm-hmm. and then the third act is just Tim's like okay dude I gotta do this on my I own I mean imagine uh, the, you know unfortunately like you have all this police brutality where like you have 
uh, officers not questioning. If I could only imagine what police brutality <laughs> would be like, what could that be like? No, I guess I I don't know where I what I meant, but I imagined. But like, <laughs> imagine <laughs> all the people getting beaten oh, man. under but, uh, the club. I just I mean like seriously, they have this. They're sh- at least the way they're trying to portray it. Like the how often would it have like a kid questioned? the older uh, adult figure that's like to be like don't question right. me blah 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 I'm gonna do my way like uh uh-uh. uh Steve not only question but also tie that motherfucker up uh-huh. hog tie yeah him. yeah he hog ties Batman <laughs> he's like I know you've gone too far yeah I'm not gonna let you go anywhere homie you're fucking you're done yeah Batman's like not afraid of bullets and I like how uh He's like his interrogation style. Batman's interrogation style was similar to like one that he did earlier, but this time it was with also like without a reservation, similar to the crocodile thing, where he kind of threw the guy over a balcony. Mm-hmm. Um, but you knew that he was going to not drop him. And this one, Batman reminds me of like Wolverine in the Japanese Wolverine yeah, movie, or unhinged. more like Joel in The Last of Us uh-huh. right now. You know what I mean? Like he's just he is completely unleashed, <laughs> untethered. He's out. Well, yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. Done. I mean, he is a badass. He, he, definitely he keeps himself in check. So right now he's like unchecked, just like whatever. Yeah, there's a great Superman line from Justice League where he's fighting. Um, uh, Dark side and and he's pretty much telling Dark side about how like you know it's like my whole world I've been like pretending like everything's cardboard and I kind of never been able to use my full powers you know and finally right now I am unleashing on you like I've never been able to do I've never I'm not having to like walk on eggshells anymore this is kind of what Batman is in that scenario uh-huh. this is Batman if he didn't have to walk on eggshells anymore if he didn't have to live in a world of cardboard yeah, this is he, Batman he, and he's just killing people, people. <laughs> it's totally like 24 style you know he's like he's Jack Bauer he's, yeah he's Jack yeah. Bauer <laughs> Sure. Like, I support. He's cutting the cable. I support he's cutting the cable on the guru, and the guru's gonna fall to his death, and he doesn't give a shit. Yeah, he doesn't at all. <laughs> I mean, uh, Tim has to jump in to catch the cable. Yeah, guru was gonna die. He was. He was one hundred percent gonna That's die. That's when he realized that he's gone too far. I mean, it's like, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, really, truly. I did think I have a note here that I, I thought that Batman got a little scary with Robin when he's trying to get freed from this. Uh, from his binding, I, I, you don't really think of Batman as gonna start swearing, like I, I think or being belligerent. Yeah, like, yeah. You little piece of shit. Like I, I mean, that's yeah. What was he going. gonna say? Finish the sentence. I was gonna ask you, Steve. Finish the sentence. What is he gonna say? You little what? You think, little rat. You little bitch. You think little maybe shithead? bitch or a piece of shit is what came up to my my you little piece of shit. Yeah. No, a piece of shit. Too many words. He would not be like you little piece of shit. He'd be like you little bitch. All right. No wonder your dad left you, Tim, and he died in a river, you piece of shit. Exactly. Then he says you piece of shit. What what I thought was kind of lame at the end of all this is that Scarecrow's just fucking doing a, this as a ransom. Like, there's no... That's all he's ever done. It's all just fucking, I'm going to blow up this subway and cause people to yeah. not fear. Like, that's fucking... Because they'll go to their deaths. Like, lame. Lame. But that's all that's all Scarecrow's methods have always been has been there was a slight revenge episode against the university and then everything else was just like ransom to instill fear or not instill fear. Yeah. yeah. So I mean it, it's just who he is. And I mean maybe that's why this is the last episode. <laughs> they can't they really just, like, think of any anything else to do with him. But uh, Batman begins figured something else to do with him, and I think Arkham's games really figured out a great job to use him and at least with gameplay dynamics. Uh, I thought they did a good job with him. 
What what did they do with him in Arkham? They did the dream sequences and where all of a sudden you were in like those really trippy like worlds where you're like floating, you know, in skies of heavens of beyond and you could fall to your death when you're the whole game was supposed to take place in a prison. Um, Batman really does get a serious murder boner in this episode. He wanted to kill the guru, as we mentioned, right? Mm -hmm. And Scarecrow, and he fucking like killed those two alligators. So, like this is this is incredible, and it was very odd because when you're watching it, you you just see him build and get worse, and it's like a frog boiling in the pot. You know, you're just like it, you're watching the episode, and you're like, oh, I guess, oh, he's getting more intense. Oh my god, I'm boiling at this point. <laughs> like he's fucking gonna kill Scarecrow right now. If if Tim didn't literally hit him with the antidote right then. Oh yeah, for sure. He was uh, beyond uh, beyond the edge. He was. And this subway train uh, sequence being out of control. You know, it's very similar to episode 158, Shadow of the Bat Part Two, in which the whole ending is with uh, Dick Grayson, Robin, and Batman having to get out of the subway as it's filling up with water, and then it launches into whatever the L.A. River type thing they have in Gotham. Uh huh. So it's very, it's too similar for me. Like it's like okay, you're going back to this again. It's just fun to see a train crash, train wreck. Just like your life. Thank you. That's very nice of you for no fucking reason. <laughs> uh, how's your life been? You been good? Cause uh, my life's been great. Oh, been just living alone. Not, not what I've heard. Living it up. Uh huh. Yeah, well, it's nice to have you always around here, Steve, at the studio. I know you don't come around the studios as often as much. Well, your um, no mask policy is really not a cool one, so. Yeah, well, I mean, we don't think we need it here. It's, I get know. it. Like, in the studio right now, it's fine, no masks. But, like, you should not force other people that are out in the cubicles. You should stop doing all the donuts everywhere. Whoa. Whoa, what is all this you dropping <laughs> on in the middle of the episode? Hey, first of all, as long as you don't pee in each other's mouths, you're actually doing okay. That's what I've heard, too. You're right. Yeah. All right. Good. That's what you heard, too? Yeah. Well, that's why I have a no peeing in mouth <laughs> policy here. The sign that you've put out is really kind of confusing. It's well, it's a girl <laughs> peeing into a dude's mouth. I took it from Pornhub as a screenshot. There's but no, I mean, like, X through it or anything, so it's just... No, it's just a shot. It's just more it's just, like... It's just, a screen, it's just a screenshot. It's more... Yeah. yeah, it's like, what are you trying to tell us? That you're a creep? And uh, No. No. I'm showing you guys what not to do. You guys know not to do it. Now you can see how you don't do it. I think most it. normal human beings know not to do that. You think... You'd think, but with all the homeless people I've hired in the past, I've seen a lot of shit, and, like, they don't actually get it. And they don't read, so sometimes photos are the best way to get your point across. Mm -hmm. what, did we, what did you give this episode? I gave it three out of five boys. I don't even remember why I gave it three out of five boys. <laughs> uh, so, like, I don't think ahead of time of, Oh, about Batman. It was Batman. It was Batman's murder boner gave it three out of five mm -hmm. boys because they actually went the distance as creators in making Batman a murderer, and if – the slight little interventions did not occur from Tim. Batman would have killed people tonight. Yeah, I give this one four out of five. I liked it. Yeah, it was good. And Scarecrow's last episode, so not bad at last episode. So that's a three for you? Three out of five. <laughs> not <laughs> right. a bad episode. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was, uh, you know, in terms of uh, – the story was kind of stupid, uh, but I thought that uh, – like the overall like end game of it being a ransom, uh, I almost feel like it should have just been like Scarecrow just fucking with society and causing, 
you know, people not to have fear would have been a better thing. But um, I, what I did like was the, the whole dynamic of Tim basically growing, I guess, and, and showing yeah. him that, that he's like not afraid to tell Batman when he's crossing a line. And yep. that's really early on in their uh, career together for him to be able to do that. So I think that's like Episode a good six. sign. Yeah. Episode six that happened. Yeah, that's that's great. And yeah, I mean, this episode had stakes and they really like had those stakes make sense. Like they they're weighted. They you you're like, OK, that dude's going to fucking die. Yeah, you don't and want Batman's Batman about to, to kill, kill him. So yeah, it's and you don't want that. I mean, if he did. Here's the thing is as soon as that toxin wore off or he finally got the antidote, if he did kill the guru, if he did kill Scarecrow, I mean, he's got to live with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he loves killing alligators, so he's okay <laughs> living with that. But he did not want to kill people, and so that would have been horrible. I mean, he would have committed suicide or some shit after that. I don't know if, if he's uh, – I think he would just probably would have changed his code and started killing people more. Oh, he just <laughs> changed his code? I would assume he would hang up the, the cape and cowl or – commit suicide yeah i think he'd just be like you know it's so easy he's punisher now i'm just gonna start killing people him and deathstroke just become best friends out of nowhere because they both have now the same code in life mm-hmm. all right well great bat stuff great bat stuff steve cool boy nation tune in next week same cool bat time same cool bat channel cool boy bat nation be sure to let us bat know what you bat thought of. Never fear. I like it. Or what your favorite bat episode is by bat emailing us at Batman and Beyond Coolboys at gmail.com. I like it. New episodes come out every Tuesday. I like it. Also, check out our other great Cool Boy Central content with the Cool Boys podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Patreon. I like Be it. Be sure to like and subscribe to the Cool Boys and review us on iTunes. I like it. Also, donate to us on Patreon. It only costs a buck and you will receive special access to content too hot to air. I like it. You can find the Cool Boys on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash coolboyspodcast. I like Thank it. Thank you for listening, Cool Boy Bat. Scarecrowy, never fearing nation. I like it. Until next time, it's Bat Bizies from Boss Bitch Ballard. And that's Bizies from Nightwing Steve. Yeah, you got to be Nightwing Steve at the end. You were a dickhead at the end for no reason. <laughs> I know, I remembered, so I threw that in there. Oh, fuck you. Jeez. Go fuck yourself, Steve. Oh. So cool. All right, good. Now they're Batman. off the air. Steve, Batman. you're a piece of shit for oh, real yeah. for all that stuff you say. My fucking family Batman. needs to stay and out of your yeah. fucking mouth, all right? Oh, yeah. Okay? Oh, man. If you're going to force me to come in here, don't fucking talk about my I'm fucking family. To say whatever right? I want. a lot of issues. Hey, wait, hang on. I'm still fucking recording. We're still fucking live. Hang on.